What's up, what's up, what's up? Welcome to the Four Sideball Podcast. You're tuning in with your boy Rich, and I'm here with my buddies Tom and JD, and we're about to get this thing started. Let's go. Man, oh man. All right, ladies and gentlemen, got a brand new episode for everybody tonight. How's everybody doing? Doing good, Rich. How you doing? Doing good, man. I mean, outside of this uh, little tragic story, you know, with the kid shooting, outside of that, I mean, I'm doing all right, man. Just uh, sad to see that our kids these days got to go through so much gun violence compared to when we were growing up. Makes you want to not take your kids to school or, I don't know, just reassess the school system. Just looks at, just looks bad on our country as a whole, man. Yeah, I think, I think that's the worst part is just, you know, uh, having to worry about sending your kid to an elementary school is just... Something you shouldn't, I, I, as a parent, you probably shouldn't have to think about every day, right? Like, figure that's like <laughs> the safest, the safest place. place. But, yeah. But it's not. It's not like that anymore, unfortunately. Oh yeah. You know, condolences out to the families that lost somebody. Um, you know, hopefully they, uh, the government takes a step back and they look at all these gun laws they have that make it so accessible to get guns that uh, in some of these states, it's normally the same states that it's happening to, but hopefully they change everything so uh. You know, there's uh, more secure background checks or uh, you have to be over a certain age to get these uh, types of things. Because uh, I don't understand how some of these kids is getting these guns this early. And how some people aren't seeing the warning signs like with their kids that are, are the ones that are the shooters. Yeah. Yeah. It's so, something needs to be done. You know, the, the problem is, it's just, you know, some of these people have so much money involved in this that it, it just takes over and people don't really, you know. Maybe they don't want to say what they really think, or I, I don't know. I, I, at this point, it's like, let's just figure something out here, people. Oh, yeah. We just uh, definitely have to do better. Yep, exactly. And then, um, I mean, let's get right into this, man. We got the uh, not too much to cover for the NFL. I mean, your boy Deshaun Watson's on trial right now. Uh, the 22 counts. Uh, you Tri- know. Tri- yeah. Trial trial, the people. Trial of Roger Goodell. <laughs> um, he's, not on, he's not on actual trial. No, no, no. Definitely not. Um I mean, the women are, don't get me wrong, uh, you know, if it's true, the whole situation uh, is definitely bad, something I wouldn't condone. But it's a lot of it's a lot of mismatched stuff going on because there's no like official criminal charges. It just seems like it's going to they're pretty much just going to settle out of court, especially the fact that he got paid that 230 million guaranteed. So, yeah, you know, my guess is he probably gets suspended for four to six games um, Mm -hmm. again. Not there's not a good president out there for, for this, um, but he didn't get charged with anything legally. It, it is what it is, right? I mean, there's there's not not much that the Cadell and company can do. Oh yeah, I mean, because it's out, it's pretty much out of their hands, and it's not like he's going to get uh, any criminal charges. I mean, if he doesn't get any criminal criminal charges, then if I was going to have to take some kind of action to protect his brand, which would be that suspension from four to six games, um, then it's back to business for them. I'm just curious how this all plays out as far as if they're settled, if the cases get dropped or, you know, whatever, whatever the case may be. Right. Right. Yeah. That's, that's the, that's the, the part that's yet to be seen here. I mean, the Raiders, they, <clears throat> they bring in uh, Colin Kaepernick to camp. It's going to be interesting to see if he makes it all the way through to stay on the roster uh, about time. Somebody gave him a shot. How are you feeling about that? Yeah. I, you know, I, I've been open to if Kaepernick can play, he should, he should get a job. Right. I mean, there's plenty of terrible backups in the NFL uh, oh, yeah. where a guy that if he's still talented, he can still throw the ball. He can still move around. He should have an opportunity to play. Um, 
it sounds like the things went really well in Las Vegas. So, you know, let's see. Let's see what happens. You know, I, I mean, Carr's a guy that does happen to get injured. So if it, if it gets to that situation, you have Kaepernick backing up. Let's see what he's made of. Oh, yeah. That's the thing. If he if he comes out and he can play, he's going to be uh, it's going to be great for him because it'll get him a, another look come next year or something happens. Somebody's looking for a quarterback. The problem is he's 34. Mm-hmm. Uh, so quarterbacks don't typically age that well outside of, you know, a handful of Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers around. So if he's if he's going to get a shot, he's got to get it now. Right. Oh, yeah. And then, uh, I mean, your Jets coach, man, he's out here talking slick about his quarterback, man. He's out here saying your your Wilson's looking beefy and thick, man. You can't be saying about your quarterback, man. What's going on with y'all? Hey, I'll, I'll take thick. Thick and beefy's good. I mean, he put on 13 pounds. He wants to be down. He'll drop a couple, but, you know, he, he got beat up a little bit last year. So I think this is like a – it's a realization sometimes, these guys, right? They got to put on some muscle. They got to put, put on some beef. You know, just, you know, the, the lanky, skinny guys – you're just not going to survive in the NFL with with big, you know, linebackers, defensive linemen hitting you all the time. It's you know, you need some cushion. So I, I'm okay with it, right? I think it's compliment, and I think um, I think the way that, that that he looks, they they like the way he looks early on. So yeah, I'm I'm perfectly okay with that. Oh yeah, the uh, <clears throat> I just I'm, I'm just interested to see how if it affects his throwing motion or if it affects his uh ability to you know get out of the pocket. Sometimes it takes getting used to, but. You know if it's the wrong weight, but uh, I mean, if it's the right weight, I mean, he'll pretty much uh, it's pretty much going to help him um, elude some defenders um, as well as uh, be able to stay out, stay healthy through the whole season. Yeah, you know, I, I think I think that maybe that was a, a worry in the past that there'd be some limited mobility, but I feel like the way that these guys know their bodies now and uh, you know, the trainers that they have and all that, that that mobility is probably not. Oh, yeah. And then uh, I think that's pretty much it for the NFL. I don't know if there's anything else. Um, no, quiet, quiet NFL week. Oh, yeah. Just uh, counting down the days. I'm seeing some uh, debuffs to uh, Dallas stuff. I hope that doesn't happen. Feels like everybody coming to our division now. It's just, everybody's coming to our division and not our team. So just I'm just disgusted right now. <laughs> you're, you're waiting for the, the, the gloom and doom to continue? Yeah, it's just gonna be it's gonna be a long season for us, man. I, I just I just feel it, man. Yeah, it seems like uh, seems like it's quiet in New York, and uh, you know the rest of the NFC East is uh, making moves. Yeah, it just hurts, man. But I mean, hey, hopefully they can uh, you know turn it turn it around quick. But I mean, we're gonna have to do a lot of evaluating this season at all positions. Yeah, I mean. <laughs> Welcome to the uh, you know the losers bracket, right? I mean, this is what you have to do. You gotta you gotta figure out who's gonna be who's the future, who's not, and get going. Oh yeah, and then uh, I mean on to the NBA. I'm still in the loser bracket right here, but the Lakers. I mean, they're in the loser bracket too. Nobody wants to coach them. Um, they have some interesting candidates uh, for people who they like. I'm, I mean, I feel like nobody wants to really take that job based off of what I'm seeing as far as uh, the the potential head coaches they have uh, that they're looking at. So so who do you think the favorite is there? It just seems like a, like you said, like a kind of an odd bunch. And and I don't know, maybe it's maybe it's the LeBron factor, but do guys just not want to coach there? Do the, like the bigger names not want to be there? Um, I don't know, man. So from what I'm seeing is uh, they had Kenny Ak- Atkinson. Uh, he's a former coach from uh, Brooklyn. Yeah. Um, then they have, uh, there was another assistant coach from Milwaukee. I forgot his name. Um, and then there was not really anybody else. Yeah, Darvin Ham. Yeah, Darvin Ham. Oh, I, I'm hearing he's the favorite. 
I think LeBron said he would he would like for, uh, like for him to be the coach, but who knows what, what direction they're going to go in. Um, I think they're trying to get Phil in, as a consultant role to get back in the mix. But, I mean, they're, 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 they're a shit show, if you think about it. I mean, I can understand why people don't want to coach there. Not the fact that LeBron's there, but the aftermath um, more so. I mean, you're right, pretty much right. going to have a, a coaching career at the Lakers is, long as LeBron's there. So, I mean, if this is his last year, you might only be there for one year. Who's to say they'll let you or extend you past that time? And then, I mean, they don't have any draft picks, really. Uh, they don't have any young uh, talent to build on. I mean, they just got three stars taking up all the cap room. And I think yep. they keep uh, asking what people want to do with Russell Westbrook. But um, I think a lot of people's impressions are to trade him. But I don't think the Lakers want to do that yet. No, I agree. They're, they're kind of a, a huge mess. You know, I, I felt like they, they went all in for, for Davis, and that that worked. And then they got maybe a little bit greedy and thought that Westbrook, you know, they could steal Westbrook. But, you know, in the end, I think they just they gave up too much. Yeah, I mean, I think I think their best bet, honestly, I mean, you can keep LeBron, but I think you're going to have to trade both Westbrook and uh, Davis and just get as much as you can for them uh, to build for the future. Kind of get you some, um, you know, role players, I mean, we've seen LeBron take a, a bunch of uh, misfits to the finals before. Obviously, he's much older now. It's going to be much harder for him to do. But if you can get some potential players that can uh, keep you at 500, um, if he misses games or so, or can you know win some games, that'll definitely help you. And then also, if you, you want to build on the future as well. Yeah, yeah. I think, you know, I, I don't know if trading Davis is the move or Westbrook's got to go just because of his contract. You can probably move him in a pick and, and get some relief there. But you're right. I mean, you know, I, I just don't see them moving Davis. Uh, he's just too, I think he's too valuable. Um, and you're just not going to get the return that you want. Yeah. Like well, said, I mean, the, like said, Le, I don't think LeBron can carry a team anymore. Like, you know, he's just older. Um, yeah. But that's the thing. I think if you can, if you can put together, if you can get some good pieces with just those two and they can keep you in the playoff hunt, Maybe the seven eight spot. I think LeBron will. You can rest LeBron until you get to the playoffs, and then you can turn it on. But honestly, I uh, I understand Davis is a uh, you know one of their most valuable pieces right now. But I mean, he's not valuable if he don't play. So that's true. Yeah, that's true. And uh, that's been one of his biggest knock knocks uh, ever since coming into the NBA. He's just not been able to stay healthy. Yep. No, you're you're not wrong there. So we're gonna have to wait and see. And then um on to the. Uh, NBA playoffs, you got your uh, Boston Celtics taking the 3-2 lead against Miami last night. How are you feeling, man? I know you were jumping for joy, man. <laughs> yeah, you know, cautiously optimistic is probably, you know, I never get too too up just because it's, it's the NBA and I feel like anything can happen on, on any night. But I just think Miami's, Miami's worn down um, mm-hmm. last night. They're, just, they're beat up. They're tired. The legs aren't there. I mean... Jimmy Butler's missing shots that he should hit. Harrow's hurt. Harrow's probably done for the the season, is my guess. You know, he's got a bad knee, a uh, bad mm-hmm. He's kind of like the one guy that you, you know, and he hasn't had a great postseason, but he's like the one guy I feel like on their team that can generate their own offense uh, outside of outside of Butler. And even Butler, like his, if he he he's more of like the the back you down, try to get you underneath and get a, get fouled. Um, and outside of game one, he hasn't really played that great so, mm-hmm. and, and when rob williams is in bam bam is like non-existent oh yeah he just he's i don't know what's wrong with him man he just not aggressive not 
it's crazy. Rob's out. Rob, Rob didn't play game three. Bam goes off for, you know, 31 points. And then, you know, he's back in game four. Bam, Bam, I think, had two shots. Uh, and he had 18 points last night. But, you know, 10 of those were in garbage time, essentially. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. I You know, I the Celtics are the, the much better team. Uh, I just think I, – I never thought Miami was great. But I thought they played well together. And, they you know, if their defense was, was playing well – uh, it could carry them, and, and they would hit these grinded-out games. Almost like you saw last night, how they were kind of grinding that game out a bit, and then Brown and Tatum started hitting shots, and that was pretty much it. Yeah, they just didn't have the firepower to match. No, they I don't. Mean, they don't. So, I mean, it's going to be interesting to see if uh, the Celtics can close them on the next game, or uh, if Miami can extend it to seven. But I don't think uh, Miami has enough firepower, and they don't have enough guys that are healthy to uh, step up and uh, take would, them to Take him to the next series. So it's a great season. I'm looking forward to uh, seeing who gets to the finals. Because uh, on the other side, I mean, we got the Warriors. They're up 3-1 on the, the Mavericks. Mavericks almost blew the game four. Um, they were up at like 28. And then um, Steve Kerr throws in the second unit. Second unit goes crazy. Puts them in, within like 10, 10, 8 points. But then, you know, I think Luka hit a big shot. Uh, put them back up by like 11. And the Warriors just couldn't catch up, man. I think the Warriors are going to finish them tonight. I'm just going to give them some rest time to get ready for the finals. I mean, it was a great season for uh, for Dallas. Yeah, I think, you know, I, I think that Luka, again, proved himself in the playoffs. You look at his numbers, he's been great uh, across the board, you know, scoring, assists, rebounds, it's all there. I just, you know, like you know, like you said, I just, that team does not have enough, mm-hmm. again, firepower. I mean, I, I felt like when they got Dinwiddie, that was a nice grab for them, and he's been you know, kind of fairly non-existent outside of a couple of games. Yeah, but I think I think they uh they're gonna need a, another piece or two. I'm hearing rumors they're probably gonna try to go after uh Aiton in the off season. I don't know if uh, Aiton wants to be in Phoenix anymore. And then um it's gonna be interesting to see who else they can get to pair with Luca. Yeah, he could he could use a guy like Aiton. Honestly, you know they could <laughs> Jalen Brunson looks like he could be you know give him another year with that confidence that he's built in the postseason. I think he could be a decent, a decent point guard for you. Mm-hmm. Um, if you get a big guy down there, that I think that would solidify that team a little bit. I don't know. I don't. I don't know what Dallas is missing. I, I feel like again they got got Luca and then a bunch of decent players. Not bad, just decent. Like and depending on how those, you know, if they can get one of those guys to play well, it's Luca. You know, scoring fifty. It's just not. It's not going to work. Not in the playoffs, at least. No, yeah. I said I think they they need another player that can create their own shot, probably at a bigger position as well, uh, to give them some inside presence because you know they like to shoot the three. And even though I don't I don't really like Aiden too much, but I think he is a better option for them at the center position. Um, you know, very mobile, can guard multiple multiple positions, and then uh, you have uh, two twenty two players under twenty five, uh, pretty much to build on and build around, kind of like a Kobe and Shaq. Even though I don't think. Uh, Aiden will never ever be like a Shaq, but you never know what he'll, he'll turn out to be with uh if he's paired with Luca or somebody else. Right. right. And then uh, on the Warriors side, I mean, not much we didn't expect here. Um, they're pretty they're pretty much back getting back to the form of uh you know that seventy three win team. Uh, you know when they had their Trojan horse with Clay, Clay, Draymond, and Steph. But you know like we mentioned it before this team is way deeper than uh that seventy three win team before. They're they're going to be dangerous for years to come with uh their young talent they have with uh Poole, Kaminga, and uh, Wiseman who's not even playing. Yeah, that's just a, again a, just a well built team. 
I, I think I think we both saw this coming a mile away. Yeah. Um, that once uh, once Clay got healthy, uh, th- that they'd be a force to reckon with, and and you're seeing it right. Like, uh, you know, Seth's obviously their best player, but he doesn't need to be their leading scorer every night. Now they got Pool, they got Clay, they got role players like Kaminga, Draymond, obviously. They can come in and, and, and get some work done. Oh, yeah. I was that. I mean, they're only going to get better in the same system, man. So expect them to see them in a similar position come next year. It's going to be interesting in the West to see uh, if anybody can dethrone them. Yeah, I mean, you, you, you thought it would be the Suns this year, but but uh, Dallas ended that. Yeah, that uh, I think that sun window closed, man. Yeah. I mean, so, I, they, they put the shades on that window, man. <laughs> I just don't see Chris Paul running it back again. Uh, another 82 games. Uh, just he, he seems like an injury or a retirement waiting to happen. Yeah, and I don't know if uh, I don't know if uh, Devin Booker's it, man. I think he's a, a good scorer, but I don't think he can uh, make players better to yeah. uh, lead a team to get him over the hump. So. Yep, I agree. Might have the uh, Kardashian curse. So. True. True. You gotta watch out for that. And then uh, on to MLB. I mean. I mean, not really much here either. I mean, Yankees still in uh, first place in the division. Uh, Rays still behind them, like, by five games. Astros are up there, too, second place. Uh, then the uh, National League, I mean, I mean, we got the Dodgers doing what they do. Dude, and, I mean, it's not it's not really much uh, anything unexpected as far as uh, what we're seeing in the MLB right now. Exactly how I was going to put it was that, you know, the teams that have been playing well have continued to play well. Um, outside of the Red Sox, had a little you know six-game streak there to kind of pull themselves out of a, a deep hole that they built. The Mets continue to play well. Uh, the, the surprising one for me is the Braves. You know they're they're falling back in the East there, and they just haven't been playing great baseball. Mm-hmm. Coming off a World Series championship. Yeah, but I think maybe they got hot. They got super hot when they won that. You know maybe they uh they're coming back into form because they did lose some pieces and they're waiting for some other guys to come back. So, you know, maybe uh, they pick it up towards the, the end of the regular season into the postseason and are able to make it in. So, but I mean, it's a, a few teams are racing for the number one spot. I mean, we got the Mets and uh, I talked about the Dodgers pretty much. T- uh, I mean, the Dodgers with a better record, but Mets right behind them with the same amount of wins, but they just got three more losses. And then uh, Milwaukee's up there too. That's a surprising team to me too. They're always like in the mix somehow, uh, with a bunch of young talent. So yeah, Milwaukee's like one of those. Um, I feel like not like Tampa Bay, but kind of like a step above where they they still have some stars like Yelich. Yelich. Yep, uh, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> but but other than that, you know, I think they 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 piece together a good roster. Got a good bullpen. Got good starting pitching. I know Freddie Peralta's hurt now, but they've, they've had good starting pitching to start the year. So yeah. Oh yeah. So I mean, not too much else going on in uh, MLB. We did have we did have one situation with the Yankees. Um, oh yeah, uh, Donald. Uh, yeah, Donaldson, Tim Anderson, Jackie. Yeah. Um, I, I I don't know how you feel, but I felt like the MLB came down pretty light on him. Uh, and I know he came out after the game and said he was joking and then inside mm-hmm. joke, but I don't know, man. It didn't seem like the right move to me. Yeah, I guess he thought uh. That, to, to say something like that, that's something you say to like one of your close friends, uh, jokingly. Yeah, exactly. That's not something you would say, you know, jokingly to someone you're not really cool with or don't know too well. And but I, you know, Tim, Tim Anderson came out and said he wanted to be the next Jackie Robinson or whatever he said. Mm-hmm. But you know, it's just 
I don't know. I just don't think it's the right right thing to say. Yeah, uh-huh. definitely not the right thing to say. And I wouldn't I wouldn't call that like a racial. I wouldn't really say it's a racial or like a. I don't want to say like a. You know, like you know, consider like a, a racial hate crime or anything like that. He did apologize for it. Did say he was joking about it. But I don't. But you know, some people take offense to it. Um, and I mean, the guy had the right to take offense to it, especially if he didn't know him. So. But definitely, uh, I was surprised about the, you know, what MLB, what Major League Baseball did as far as coming down on them. Think he should have got a few more games, but ultimately they probably looked at it as, uh, you know, not such as it's, it's not the end of the world, so to say, if uh, you know what he called them. No, I, I agree. Yeah, I think I think the MLB probably should have dropped at least a couple more games on them to look like this. This isn't it's not what we're trying to do here. Yeah, just just for the images. I mean, it's gonna hurt them as a brand if. Uh, if uh, if people get the, any scent of any racial injustices going on in uh, Major League Baseball, exactly, and 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 MLB already struggles to get you know, African Americans to play baseball, so that's the last thing they need. Is like, why do I want to you know subject myself to this to this, this sport? Oh yeah, definitely. On to the NHL. I mean, right now the uh, Hurricanes and Rangers are tied up two-two. Rangers play tonight. It's going to be interesting to see if uh, Rangers can pull this off. Two uh, close teams playing together. This can go either way, man. Yeah, it's a, it's been a kind of a funky postseason for Carolina. They haven't won on the road, but they haven't lost at home. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's 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 a little strange because uh, they get it's not like they're losing tight games away. They're getting blown out. You know, they got blown out <laughs> in Boston three times. They've been blown out in New York twice now, um, and then they get back to Carolina, and it's like a totally different sport they're playing. Yeah, I feel like it's the uh, it's like the Miami versus Boston series, like <laughs> just back and forth, man. Yeah. So yeah, no, that's it's it, that that's gonna be a good series, I think. How's the how's the vibe in New York? What do the New York folks think? I mean, New York, you know, in New York is gonna be New York, man. They uh, they want their team to take it all away, whether the team's good or bad. As a New Yorker, we always have faith that our team can pull through, pull through and win. So I mean, we're pretty much uh, riding them all the way, man. Hoping they can make it all the way. So <laughs> it's just a New York blood thing, man. We just, we we feel like we're gonna win every year, and we should win every year, every year. But that's always not the case. I mean, I think if we get past them, our next opponent is gonna be pretty tough. The Lightning beat the Panthers uh, four straight. I mean, we're, we're, we got our uh, we're gonna have our hands full this uh, this postseason. So. Yeah, the lightning, uh, the lightning are rounding into form. You know, right at the perfect time again. You know, showing their playoff medal. They took, you know, took care of Florida uh, pretty handily. And yeah, they're they're in their you know sixth conference final in eight years. Um, just a really you know well put together team, top to bottom. Good coach. Um, they're gonna be a tough out. Uh, whoever comes out of that Carolina, New York. Oh yeah, uh, I mean, like you said, uh, defending champs. I mean, two years in a row. Um, despite the despite the people talk about you know they won during the COVID year, it doesn't matter, man. You gotta you gotta hey, shut them up. You, you, you can only play the games that are out in front of you. Yep, and they're, they're doing exactly that. Um, they're taking care of business. I feel like they're like the Dodgers of uh, of uh, of baseball, but of hockey, where you know some of the people they have on their team. Um, pretty much, I feel like they're loaded too, man. They are loaded. They they got a, a like I said, just a really good team. Led by Stamkos and Kucherov, and they got Victor Hedman on the back end. They got, they're just loaded. Really good skill players. Uh, they're physical. They got an outstanding goalie who's just huge mm-hmm. in his big game. So, yep. Um, like I said, I, I think any any either of the teams that come out of the New York Carolina series, 
it's going to be a tough go against Tampa. And I know that Tampa's not the home team. Uh, sorry, Tampa wouldn't be the home team against Carolina. Uh, but, you know, it is what it is. I, I think they're just that good. Yep. Yeah, Oilers are going in tonight uh, into Calgary to hope, hopefully close it out. Um, they got the they got the best player in the world on their team, Connor McDavid, uh, and he's really uh, you know kind of showing people what he can do this postseason. He struggled in the past, but him and uh, Drysaitel have really taken over the postseason uh, for this Oilers team. So I'd expect them to come out of uh, Alberta, get the battle in Alberta tonight, mm-hmm. um, and then go on to face uh, the winner of Colorado St. Louis. Yeah, Colorado's up three two. They yeah, were coming Colorado in hot. Colorado probably should have taken it down last night, but they blew a lead yep. uh, and then lost in overtime. So they're on to game six. Again, I, you're Colorado. You can't give the Blues any hope. you got to step on their throats. I mean, it's, it's a tough team in St. Louis. They're battle-tested. They won a cup a couple years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a really solid team. It's just like any other sport. You, you, can't, you can't give a team like that any hope because uh, it starts to put doubt in the minds of the Colorado team, and it just fuels the confidence on the other side. Oh yeah, and then plus you want to get those rest days for the next for the next series, huh? Exactly, especially in in these physical sports, you need uh you 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 want to end that series as soon as you can and get some time off. Oh yeah. And then, uh, ladies and gentlemen. We got another edition of JD's Bites and Brew. What you got for us? All right, we're gonna throw it back a little bit. I know we've probably done this on the uh, on the on the pod before, but uh, went back to a homemade pizza, kind of a you know a last meal at the uh, the household uh, as we're getting ready to move out and, and uh, into a new adventure. Um, but before I threw the pan the the pizza stone out because it had the uh, served me well over the years i had to make one more pizza so uh this is an interesting uh, recipe or re- style i saw online but it was a uh so buffalo chicken pizza okay right everyone likes a good buffalo chicken pizza so crispy chicken coated in buffalo sauce had a, a, a white sauce base mm-hmm. and then topped with uh ranch dressing which i know a lot of people are Fan, fan of the ranch on pizza and then uh sliced cucumbers cucumbers what yeah and then uh you know i uh, i did it for my my slices but i sprinkled a little blue cheese on top oh that's where to go man yeah i know i know you're a big blue cheese guy uh rest of the family not a huge fan so it was it was uh mine only but uh yeah it actually came out pretty good it's uh you get a little crunch from the crispy chicken you get a little crunch from the cucumber and yeah just you know, your standard buffalo chicken, always good. Oh, nice. Do you uh do you ever try it with like ranch or? What's that? Did you ever try it with ranch or anything else? So I I did put yeah you know, like I said I did drizzle some ranch on top. Um, you know especially for like you know the the rest of the family I, I did a little bit I'm not a huge ranch fan but I have been uh always been a, a you know chicken bacon ranch guy way back going to the subway days so. I, I did do a I did do a slice with a little bit of ranch on. It's pretty good. Yeah, I mean, I'm not gonna lie. Sometimes it does taste good with the uh, with the ranch, but sometimes, uh, but you don't even notice it sometimes with the ranch. So. Yeah, and that's kind of my thing. Like, I just feel like the blue cheese has so much more flavor. It's it's nice, and I totally get why people like it and why people like to, you know, dip their crust into it 
and do all that. But sometimes, yeah, I think it just gets overlooked, I guess. Oh, yeah, definitely. And then uh, uh, what'd you guys uh, drink that down with? All right, so this is another uh, summer-type beer. It comes from our friends over at uh, Jack's Abbey in uh, Framingham, Massachusetts. You know, I'm not a huge fan of their beers just in general. They, they're, they're okay. Uh, but one that they do really well, it's a, it's a blood orange wheat. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like, you know, I would say similar to like a, your Blue Moon. However, it's more of like a like a sweeter flavor because it's got that blood orange in it. Um, just a really good like summertime beer. Again, sit outside, probably have a handful of them. Um, they, they clock in at like 5% or just under 5%. But just light, uh, nice German-style beer. Uh, something, that, something that's really good on, on a nice warm day. Yeah, and it's not it's not sound too heavy, so you gotta definitely have a few of those. Yeah, you can definitely have a few of those. And then, and, you know, like I said, sit out in the lawn chair. And uh, whether you're at the beach or just chilling in your backyard, I think it's a it's a good summertime beer. Especially with the warm weather on its way. Yeah, man. Weather's coming, man. Brace yourselves. Getting, uh, getting 70s, uh, 80s here and there. Uh, it was the last weekend was super hot. I wasn't ready for all that, but uh, I mean, where's that now is pretty good. So hopefully it stays around here for a while before it uh, kicks in the hot gear. <laughs> that would be nice. I, I doubt that's gonna happen, but it would be nice. <laughs> just gotta, just gotta keep your fingers crossed, man. Yeah. Then uh, that's JD's bites and brew, everybody. And then um, for this week, we got uh, some stuff for the BRRs. I mean, still going through. Uh, we own the city. Uh, good show. I wish it was longer. So we got. I wish we got more details of uh, some of the things that were the cops were doing. But you know, I mean, I guess they wanted to make it a long series, so they cut it short. Definitely check it out. I mean, then we have the flight attendant. Can't do it no more. Like I said before, it's just uh, first season was pretty good. Second season is just uh, the stock is dropping, man. Like the stock market. I can see that coming. Just too much going on. The story's just getting crazier and crazier each episode. Yeah, man. Just can't do it, man. And, uh, I mean, we got the staircase. Uh, I know you're a little down on down on it, but uh, I just watched the, the there's like six episodes out now. I don't know which one you stopped at, but they, they, they might they might hit us with the uh, the unseeable uh, uh, plot twist, man. The way this is looking. I don't want to give it away. All right. All right. Like I said, I, I've seen some documentaries on this story before, so when it started again, I was just like, ah. I yeah, I mean, yeah, again. yeah, you might because you probably know what's happening. So I don't know if they mentioned in a documentary, but the, the part they're at now um, is like a little pl- plot twist on who killed the wife now after the husband's in prison. So I'm trying to see how this plays out now. But um, overall, it's a great, a great group of actors. Um, not a bad show. I mean, based off true events. So you can't really get it get too much uh, um, imaginative with the story. So, yeah. And then I uh, checked out The Outer Range, new show on Amazon Prime. A little confused about it, though. It's it's kind of like a uh, picture like Yellowstone, right? But um, yeah. there's like a supernatural, su- something supernatural going on throughout the show. Still trying to figure it out. Uh, don't want to give it away. Um, mm-hmm. m- might be some time traveling involved. But it's, it's weird, but it's it's a good weird. Um, okay. But definitely something you want to check out, especially if you like Yellowstone. It's pretty much a uh, similar story as Yellowstone where, you know, people fighting over land, but, you know, they're throwing in some weird stuff in there. That's kind of question makes you question what's going on. 
but I mean, definitely something you could check out. You know, Marvel put out another Thor trailer. Uh, probably next movie I'm going to go see an eye pick. They're going to be getting more into the the gods, the gods of Marvel, as uh, you know, Thor's going to be fighting one of the guys that kills the actual gods, uh, as Thor being a god. So I'm looking forward to that. And then outside of that, I mean, another good show. Check out is, uh, Lincoln Lawyer on Netflix. Pretty much about a guy. Oh, yeah, how who, was that? I saw the preview. It looked good. Yeah, man, it was a good show, man. I mean, they it was like ten episodes, I think, the first season. Blew through it quick. I actually was in the barber shop like two weeks ago, and my barber had put they have a TV on there, and they put it on, and he was like, "Yeah, you know, this new show came out, Lincoln Lawyer," and then he was like, "Yeah, it looks good, man." And he put it on the first episode, so I was watching some of the first episode getting a haircut. I was like, "Oh, it's pretty good." Uh, I thought it was gonna be like some like you know cheesy, low budget show, but I mean they got some well known actors in there. Uh, it's pretty much about a uh, a lawyer who uh, he had like an incident where you know he drug got addicted to drugs, um, has to take take some away from take some time away from practicing law, and then one of his uh, buddies got shot and left him his law practice. I don't know how realistic that part is, but. Uh, after he left him, after he left him the law practice, um, you know, he had to take on all his cases. So the show he's pretty much going through, um, solving all these guys' cases. Um, he has some big cases and then some other stuffs going on on like, uh, you know, who killed his friend, stuff like that. But uh, I, I would say it's like a mix of. Uh, I'm trying to think of a law show. Well, I never really watched law, show, law shows outside of this. Um, <laughs> now I think about it. Um, has some, but it's cool though. Like they have like it's not like too lawyery where like, you know, they're uh going over your head with certain things. They they simplify a lot of stuff, kind of like uh Law and Order does. You know, like when they have the trial parts. But I mean, it's cool. The show was great, man. I'll probably give it like a uh probably like a I don't want to say it. it's close to an eight. I tell you that it's real close to eight. But I mean, it's not as I said, it's not like over. It's not, it's not over-seasoned as a show. Like, they don't give you, okay. like, too much. You don't have somebody that's too too dramatic. Everything seems pretty much, like, connect well-connected as far as the story. Not really too much things that are uh, unrealistic in the show from what I'm seeing. But uh, definitely something you want to check out. Nice, yeah. I, I saw the preview. I wanted to, I wanted to watch it. So uh, I, was, I was nervous, like you said, about the, the cheesiness of it, but... Yeah, that's what I said. It's not really. It's at first I thought it was gonna be more like a comedy, like a bunch of laugh. Like they try to, you know, do punchlines, make you laugh here and there. But it's not really. It's not really like that. It's more on the drama side. They do have some scenes with a little bad acting, but um, but it's not really from the main characters. It's from like little um, people that are involved with certain trials. But overall, overall, it's a good show. Then uh, this finished the circle too on uh, Netflix. Uh, reality show, trash reality show, TV show. They about the people, bunch of people. They play in the house, and they compete over like a social media uh, platform for popularity. You know, winner winner wins home one hundred fifty thousand. So it's a cool little show to you know keep on in the background or something. You're looking for some reality trash TV sh- uh, shows to watch uh, that'll keep you entertained. So always. And then uh, outside of that, I mean, they just have Stranger Things coming up in, in, in a few days. I mean, I told you, I mentioned it before, man. I'm hearing some mixed reviews about it, man. I don't know. So are you, are you expecting big things? I know I know the reviews uh, are kind of mixed uh, based on what you've seen. Um, what, do, what do you think? You got, you got big hopes for this? Is this uh, what do you think? 
I wouldn't say I don't want to say big hopes. Um, but that's like they have such a high budget. I don't think they would they would half ass the show. Kind of like Ozark. Like they're gonna they're gonna do it justice and um and have it end well. But you know, there's probably gonna be stuff there that we wish we would have saw, or we wish you know the season was longer to see more things. But I mean, yeah. as the fans, we don't really get that privilege to because we're not writers on the show or we don't write the show or own the show. But um, from what the reviews I've been re- reading, it seems like some people were like nitpicking about certain stuff. Yeah, but people are always gonna nitpick. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. I mean, as long as you have that balance of uh, you giving me some of this, some of that of what I want to see. I mean, I'll, I'll be happy with it. Yeah. That might be it, man. I don't got anything else. I, I don't know if any other uh, new shows you guys are checking out. No, that's all I got. All right, ladies and gentlemen. Until next time. Until next time, Rich. I want to thank y'all for rocking out here on the Sports Sidebar Podcast. Let me give y'all something to ride out on. <laughs>